0: In 1954, the United States Supreme Court decided separate school facilities are inherently unequal. It was a landmark decision that prompted school systems across the U.S. to desegregate. Now JCPS is on the brink of a decision that could resegregate its school system. The plan is to allow students in the West End the option to stay in their neighborhood instead of being bused out to schools in the suburbs. The district says it will provide equitable resources to black schools. But can it? WFPL's Jess Clark has more. Starting in 1975, Jefferson County Public Schools bused both white and black students across town to comply with a federal desegregation order. But in 1984, amid declining enrollment, the district decided in order to stop white parents from leaving JCPS, it needed to try something different. So JCPS stopped mandatory busing from the suburbs, where most white students lived, Instead, the district would try to draw them in voluntarily through magnet programs in the West End and downtown. Think manual, musique, no middle. Busing continued, however, for black students who had to leave the West End and downtown so schools in the suburbs could stay integrated. The unfairness of that decision has been a sore spot for many black Louisvillians ever since. And JCPS Superintendent Marty Polio says now is the moment to address it and allow West End students to stay in their community, too. For that to happen, JCPS needs school buildings that don't exist yet. The district is building a brand new middle school and doing a massive renovation of the Academy at Shawnee, which has a middle and high school. Polio was there at Shawnee one day this fall, in a suit and a hard hat, touring the $40 million renovation underway. I believe over the next decade, 10 years from now, Shawnee will be a thriving school with a 1,000 students in here, great programming, 100% transition readiness, kids going to college, and really being a vibrant part of this community. But a lot of people have their doubts that polio can deliver on his promises. Everybody is skeptical. That's West Louisville mom Carla Robinson. I met her on her porch one afternoon this fall. Carla, who's black, loves the idea of being able to send her kids to middle and high school in the neighborhood. But like she said, she's skeptical. She doesn't think JCPS would take care of schools full of majority black and low-income students. Because history has told us, they're not going to get the same resources. They're not going to get all the same um, knowledge base from teachers. They're not going to get all the same um, experiences that the same kids um, that attend these other schools. And um, that's unfair. History and research show that segregated schools do not get what they need from school districts. And that has an impact on kids. Take it from UCLA professor Gary Orfield, who studied segregation for decades. Orfield is worried about what this plan could mean for JCPS down the line. It's tragic to make a change like this in a city that has not had these kinds of schools uh, for a long time. And when you can go any direction you want, go to Detroit, go to Chicago, go to any place that has a lot of segregated, schools that are segregated by race and poverty. And sometimes they'll have nice new school buildings, but they'll have disastrous results. During the months of reporting on this plan, I found myself wishing I had a crystal ball or a test case to see how this plan might play out, to see what would happen if the district offered West End families two options, one close to home and one far away. Would JCPS be able to avoid the fate of segregated schools in other parts of the country? Can separate be equal? And then I realized we have the perfect test case right here in Jefferson County's elementary schools. While JCPS's middle schools and high schools have remained relatively integrated, the same is not true for elementary schools. In the 1980s, parents, both black and white, pushed for their younger children to be able to go to school in their neighborhood. So the district came up with the cluster system. Depending on where you live, you have access to a different cluster of elementary schools. In the West End, parents have a choice between elementary schools down the street, Or schools out in the suburbs. Very similar to what the district is proposing now for middle and high school. A lot of families pick elementary schools close to home. And because of that, and housing patterns, elementary schools are far more segregated than middle or high schools. Take Mill Creek Elementary. That's the school where Michelle Penix used to be principal. Michelle says Mill Creek is almost entirely black, Latinx, and low-income. Yeah, 100%, basically. Yeah, you can count them on one hand. The white kids? Yeah, yeah. Michelle says the lack of resources was obvious. She remembers quick recall matches, for example. The Mill Creek kids would show up with pencils and paper to write down their answers and take notes. Other teams, teams with more white students, would arrive with laptops, all bought through PTA funds. The Mill Creek Library was a particular pain point. It was literally two classrooms with the wall taken down between them. And to my knowledge, there's not a worse looking library in the city for a school. When Michelle was hired, the outgoing principal said the school was next on the list for a new library. That was in 1998. And when I left in 2020, there was still no plans for a library to be built. Carla Robinson sees similar trends at Maupin Elementary, where two of her kids go to school. Maupin is the most segregated school in the district. It's 90% low-income and 95% Black and Latinx. Most of the teachers are new. They have less education. Analysis by WFPL News shows the more Black and Latinx students a school has, the less likely teachers are to hold master's degrees. Maupin and the district's other most segregated elementary schools also have the worst teacher turnover. Meanwhile, schools with whiter and wealthier students attract and retain more highly trained and experienced staff. The impacts of segregation also play out in the testing data. The more segregated an elementary school is, the worse Black and low-income students do on state tests. At Maupin, less than 5% of low-income students are on grade level for math. Then we looked at low-income kids at St. Matthews Elementary, which is integrated and takes kids from the same zip code as Maupin. At St. Matthews, 41% of low-income kids are on grade level. Carla worries about these same trends playing out in middle and high schools under the new student assignment proposal. If we all are at our neighborhood schools, if we still have, you know, of 30 teachers, only two of them that has master's degrees, we're still going to have the same outcomes. So what are you going to put in place to give us different outcomes? We'll put that question to JCPS Superintendent Marty Polio tomorrow. I'm Jess Clark in Louisville.